Thank you for clicking on this podcast. My name is Paul Hurtner from American Century Investments. I'm here with Rich Weiss, Chief Investment Officer of Multi-Asset Strategies here at American Century, overseeing, what, $40 billion now? That's right. Pleasure Fantastic. to be here, Paul. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And give us your take on, on where we are in these, in these markets as we go into the home stretch of 2018. Well, you know, you talk about the home stretch, uh, you know, so in a baseball game, some have been relating it to being in the bottom of the ninth, the later innings of a baseball game. But arguably, we may even be in extra innings at this point. And, and the reason I say that is on the face of it, uh, some of the overall economic and market stats look pretty good. Uh, economic growth, real GDP, that is real economic growth, net of inflation, peaked over 4% in the second quarter and is likely to finish out the year somewhere around three percentage points. The stock market, as we all know, is also having a good year. Now the 10th year of a bull market, one of the longest running bull markets in history. So that's the good news. That's the headlines. But when you look under the hood, um, th there's a little bit to worry about and be concerned about. As you get into the finer details, for example, uh, the U.S. economy running at a 4% real GDP clip in the second quarter far exceeds just about any other developed market and economy in the world, save maybe the, uh, the developing market of China. So we are one of the few, if not the only, economies that's growing at a healthy clip. Most of developed uh, Europe is running at about one, maybe 2% real economic growth, so not as healthy. So again, the economic growth, the recovery, the global economic recovery really doesn't exist uh, to any real extent except in the U.S. Similarly, uh, when it comes to the stock market and the financial markets, the U.S. is one of the few and certainly the leading stock market in the world year to date. Uh, most of developed uh, Europe and the Far East, uh, Far Eastern stock markets are down. They're in negative territory year to date. The developing markets, the emerging markets, have lost on average 10 to 15 percentage points. So the U.S. is one of the few, if not the only stock markets showing a positive return year to date. And even within that, the U.S. stock market uh, growth is very narrowly confined to a few sectors and even a handful of stocks. So for example, it's really technology and healthcare stocks, the so-called growth sectors that are showing well this year. They're up on average about 15, 20%, representing the lion's share of the broader stock market indices. Without tech and healthcare, uh, this broader stock market indices would be flatter down this year. Within the tech sector, it's really the so-called uh, FANG stocks, if you're familiar with them. That's Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Those five tech stocks represent by far the supermajority of the returns in the tech sector. Were it not for those five stocks, the tech sector would not be up very strongly. So this bull market and economic recovery is very narrowly confined to a few sectors of the economy and a few sectors of the stock market. So you got into the details of the market and didn't even talk about tariffs, trade wars, a rising interest rate environment, all these other things that it seems should be clouding the picture a little bit more than they are. And I think that there have been blips throughout the year, but overall this market just keeps churning along. Yes. Again, it's not broadly based. So the 
the tech sector is churning along, the healthcare sector of the market is doing nicely. But most of the rest of the industrial sectors of the stock market are not doing as well or even in negative territory. The foundation of this recovery is, is very narrowly confined. It's not broadly based, which leaves it more susceptible to these other clouds on the horizon, be it the, the tariffs and trade wars that we're currently getting into, uh, the other geopolitical issues. The fact, for example, uh, that this economic recovery, which in part is fueled at this point by the recent tax cuts and deregulation, is really spurring on growth in the corporate sector. That is, corporate profit growth is very strong. But the consumer sector of the economy, the retail sector, not as strong. And, and the consumer sector represents two-thirds of U.S. economic growth. The housing market seems to have stalled out over the last several months. Housing prices, applications for mortgages, existing home sales, these are flatter down over the last few months. So again, the, the headline stats are showing well because of a few select issues in the stock market and portions of the U.S. economy, but there are a good handful of negatives out there on the horizon to be concerned about. I guess that takes me to the importance of active management in, in times like these. I feel like a lot of folks could have probably thrown a dart at a board and could have made money over the last 10 years in the stock market. But I'm not sure that anybody would bet the farm that that's going to be the scenario in the next 10 years. So what do we take away from that? Over the last 10 years, uh, uh, it's been pretty hard to lose money, certainly in the stock market or just about in any other asset class or investment class. But uh, it's very unlikely that's going to continue. And so it, it just underscores the need for active uh, stock and bond selection and active portfolio management going forward. Rich Weiss, Chief Investment Officer of Multi-Asset Strategies here at American Century. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Paul. It's been a pleasure as always. The opinions expressed are those of American Century Investments or the portfolio manager and are no guarantee of the future performance of any American Century Investments portfolio. This information is for educational purposes only and is not intended as investment advice.